Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Interactive Podcast. I am your host, Angela Racine. Jumping right into it, as you guys could see, this week's episode is how to cope with change. Okay, so going to talk about a bunch of different kinds of change, what change is, examples, all that good stuff, but I don't even got to say it. You guys know the drill. Time for a little catch up. So I have a lot to talk about. (laughs) Obviously, I moved. Um, I moved from Connecticut down to Texas. So it's a pretty big move. It's me and my boyfriend. We got an apartment together. It is, it's really nice, honestly. Like the complex has a pool. We have some great amenities. Um, We each get our own bedroom and our own bathroom, which is really nice. He let me get the master (laughs) because I needed the closet space. Y'all, my closet oh my god, I make the joke that I could literally like rent it out as a room if I wanted to. It is huge. It's a walk-in. I have never had a closet that like ever came close to this size, honestly. It is like so crazy. I'm so grateful. I actually spent a lot of today reorganizing it and putting all my clothes where they're supposed to be because I had to order a lot more hangers than I brought. So the banks, or it's not the banks, <laughs> the pockets have been hurting while it is hurting. Obviously, you know, we're paying rent now. We also have all those other miscellaneous charges. I'm going to be paying student loans soon, monthly payments. I, um, we both bought cars, actually. That's like a big thing. Um, I got myself a Nissan Rogue. It's so funny. So it's an SUV. It's black. It has leather seats inside. And those are literally like the three things that I said I was not going to get when looking for a car. I was like, I want a sedan. I don't want anything to do with an SUV. I don't want it to be black because it's so fucking hot down here in Austin. And, you know, on the same level of it being hot, I did not want leather seats because I didn't want to like burn my ass off every time I sat down. Yeah, well, I got all three of those. (laughs) But I genuinely could not be happier with my choice. Like, it's so cute. It's so me. It's beautiful. It's a 2016, but it literally runs like it's brand new. It only had like 75,000 miles on it, which I think is the lowest I've ever bought in a car before. So yeah, really happy about that. It has one of those panoramic sunroofs where it's like really big and it has like, it's like the keyless start and I can just like press a button to lock it. Oh my God. It's like, it feels so bougie and fancy. So like, I love driving it. I actually also ordered on Amazon um, a little charging cord because it has like USB for like aux, which is nice where it can charge and also play my music. So yeah, I'm really happy about that. I've been absolutely loving, loving my car. Um, It's definitely a lot of getting used to driving down here because the roads are set up very differently. There's a lot of like U-turns and you can't easily get to like the others. There's a lot of highways that split the roads in half. I don't know. It's difficult, but that's just living in a city, you know what I'm saying? But back to my apartment in the move, it was honestly very easy. I feel like it was a very seamless move. I had to bring three checked bags to the airport and one of them was like way overweight. I had to pay $300 for that bag alone because it charged me $150 for a third bag and then $150 for overweight. So I was like, whatever. I mean, what am I supposed to do? So that one was expensive. And then my other bag was literally half a pound below the weight limit for like being overweight. 
So I was like, thank fucking God, because I did not want to drop 450 on fucking luggage. That's like literally almost the same amount that we paid for our shipping container that was 650 pounds. Anyway, beside the point. Um, flight was really good. You know, everything, like I said, was super seamless. Coming into the apartment was great. We're so, so happy with the space. It's in a great location. The apartment itself is beautiful. I'm super happy with it. And yeah, we've just been, you know, getting all situated in our place. We did so much furniture shopping this weekend. And actually, on the note of furniture, I'm sorry if the audio sounds a little bit off at all because I still am filling my room and I have a lot of space in here. So if it is a little bit more echoey than normal, I'm sorry. I can't really control that too much, but just bear with me for this episode until I get some more furniture. But yeah, on the note of furniture... We are literally almost done furnishing the place. Like, I did not expect us to get this amount of furniture so quickly because I understand that when you move into a new space, you know, furniture is expensive. You want to find things you like. It takes takes time building up the space. But for us, it was super easy. So my mom ended up, we got here last Wednesday, June 21st. I'm actually recording this on June 30th. It is a Friday. I'm sorry, I've started work and I've been busy. I'll talk about that more soon. But um, what was I saying? Yeah, so we came down here Wednesday and my mom came from Friday to Tuesday. So she was definitely a really, really big help. We appreciated having her so, so much. It was super helpful. We went to so many furniture stores. You know, we did Ikea, we did At Home. We were going to TJ Maxx, Marshalls, um, we were just stopping all over the place, you know, just anywhere we can find furniture. Walmart, actually, we got a really cute TV stand from Walmart, which just got um, delivered like an hour ago, and I am so fucking excited to put it together. Um, yeah, so we have a couch, we have the side table, we have a really cute rug that's also from Walmart. TV, TV stand, coffee table, we both have beds, all that good stuff. I got my desk off Facebook Marketplace. It's literally basically brand new. It's exactly what I was looking for. It um, It's just plain white. It has nice shelving or drawers, excuse me, but it also has like an open space where I can clamp my mic into, which is like a big thing for me because I obviously get a podcast. At first, I was thinking of having like a work slash podcasting desk and then like a vanity, but the bathroom that's attached to my room actually has a built-in vanity, which is super cool. So I just threw a stool under there and ordered like this big vanity mirror on Amazon and it's like perfect. I'm just waiting for the mirror to come in. I'm super excited. It's the like big rectangle, super viral one with lights around it. I'm just so fucking basic, (laughs) but no, I'm just like looking around my room right now. I am so happy with how this space has turned out so far. I wouldn't want it any other way. It's just like so comfy cozy and it just feels like me you know like when i'm putting together a room i want it to feel like home you know what i mean and like i feel like in my childhood bedroom when i am living at home which is only during like you know these past four years when i was at school it was pretty much only summers in college i don't know it just felt i don't think outdated was the right word but since I had that furniture for so long, it just didn't feel very personalized to me, you know? So I'm really just really excited and grateful to have this opportunity to create a space that feels like it's mine and it's like really enjoyable, you know? And not just creating a space that feels like it's mine, but it feels like it's me and my boyfriend's, right? It's ours. And lucky enough, we 
really agree on um almost everything like we agree on what colors we want what style of furniture like all that good stuff the only thing we need for our shared living space is just a kitchen table and chairs but um obviously with money we're just gonna wait a couple weeks for those but yeah other than that i just need like bedside tables and a desk chair and that is all right now i'm sitting on the stool for my vanity but i mean it works <laughs> but it's just i'm just again i'm just so shocked about how everything came together so so quickly it's only been nine days, which is insane, like actually insane. It's only been nine days. I feel like I've been here for so long, but yeah, it's it's just so crazy. And I'm so glad my mom was able to visit, but I'm really excited for her to visit in a couple months when we're like really established and then all the rest of my family to visit, my sister, my dad, my cousins, like, ugh, I just want like everyone to see it now. I'm just, it's, it's really cool to feel proud of where you live and to feel proud that i'm almost like i'm like basically fully financially independent you know like i don't know that's pretty cool right like <laughs> and it like at 22 like right after college i don't know i feel like that's not very common for a simple civilian like me <laughs> like it's not like i'm one of those like tiktok girls or like instagram girls and i'm like have this huge crazy following and i'm making all this money already i'm this big influencer and i'm moving out to la when i'm 16 because i can like i just feel like i don't know i'm just like a regular little college girl from connecticut and i just was you know blessed enough that i could save up get some money and be able to do this move with my boyfriend which is just ah, it's still so weird anyway enough of talking about that but switching gears into I started work and it's going really well. I'm really happy about it. So I found this gym in Austin and it was actually so crazy. So after it was, first of all, the only gym that I ended up interviewing with. So I'm so, so thankful that it's like working out as great as it is. But then when I did get the job, I guess um, the employees at the gym were talking about, oh, we have a new hire, you know, as they do. And may i don't know if may you're listening but may also has a fitness account and when me and caroline were down here um visiting austin last august um caroline connected with may through instagram dm and we all hit a workout together and then may brought her boyfriend sean too and at that point they had only been in austin for like two weeks so now you know they've almost been here a year right well may texts me the next day and she's like oh my god is this the gym that you got your job at because Sean works there? <laughs> and it was so, so crazy. Like, what are the odds? So I'm really thankful that I already have like a familiar face at the workplace. And it's just been, it's been very nice. You know, everyone that works there is like so nice, so helpful, so like interested to like answer my questions and help me learn and like just making the transition super seamless. And not just all of my co-workers but also all the members of the gym it's really cool the kind of community they have like everyone just kind of knows each other everyone's pretty cool and like it's funny even the members realized like there was a new hire they're like oh are you new here like my name's so-and-so like what's your name what are you doing where are you from like I'm, i got a lot of sweaty handshakes i'll put it that way like <laughs> but i don't mind you know everyone's just being really sweet so i've just been so happy just to feel like such a warm welcome obviously moving is very stressful it's very difficult you know being away from family friends in a completely new area that you have no idea where anything is no idea what to do what you're doing where to go but i'm slowly figuring things all out you know and 
although there have been a few minor bumps, I can't even really think of anything that I would say has gone wrong. Like, I feel like everything's been been very seamless, as I've said, and I'm super, super grateful for that. And knock on wood, I hope I didn't just jinx that. But yeah, so as I said, it's a Friday night. Um, I think me and my boyfriend are going to try to go out tonight. I'm kind of nervous. I don't know if nervous would be the right word, but I guess I'm more so just interested to see how I'm going to meet people and make friends because I know that going out and like getting drunk at bars and like drunk talking to girls like isn't like you can make friends that way, but it's not always the best way because it's like, oh, if you forget to get their contact info or you don't save like their name under their number or whatever. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's just so much that it's like, wait, who are you again? Like, I don't know. But maybe I can meet some girls at the gym. Maybe, um, I don't know. Like, I want to start like going on the lakes, like on the weekends. Maybe I can meet people there. I just want to see how everything like unfolds. I'm really excited to see where it will be a year from now. I don't know. I just have like, I have very high hopes and I have high expectations, but I feel like they're definitely going to be met. I don't know. But as I was saying, work is good. It's great. I'm going to be working Sunday to Thursday. So I get Friday and Saturday off, which is really nice. And it's cool too, because my shift is one to nine, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. So although it sucks that I'm like working through later in the day, it's nice that I get my mornings. So like I can still go out on a Saturday and then Sunday I don't work until one. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it makes it a little bit complicated because now I'm going to have to work out before work and then like either use the showers at work or just take a French shower or European shower, sorry, and just like douse myself in perfume after. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Like yesterday I worked out after work and I just came home so, so exhausted. So I don't think I could do that on the regular, but we'll figure it out. It'll all work out and I'm very excited. (laughs) But yeah, speaking of Oh my goodness. No, I am not done. (laughs) I'm not done talking to you guys. Oh my goodness. I feel like it's just been forever and I just want to keep chatting. Ugh. But the weirdest thing happened this morning. Okay. So my boyfriend's at work. He works like a regular nine to five sales job. And this morning I go to make breakfast. I'm out in the kitchen and I bought um these vegan sausage pat like frozen sausage patties that are like breakfast sausages, okay? So I and I bought them yesterday, like yesterday morning, and then I worked all yesterday and I didn't eat them. Like I didn't touch it. I when I bought them they were sealed, whatever. Okay, so I go into the freezer this morning to heat some of them up. And the box was opened and two of them were taken out. And at first I kind of just laughed because I was like Wow, like my boyfriend, my boyfriend always like knocks on foods like that, but that means he ate some. So I texted him and I was like, LOL, did you have some of my Beyond sausages? And he was, he just like brushed it off. He was like, no, I had waffles. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, are you being serious? And he's like, yeah, why? And I was like, there's two sausages missing. And he, he was like brushing off at first. He's like, well, you ate them. And I was like, no, I just bought these yesterday. Like, Also, first of all, if I ate them yesterday, I would have remembered. Second of all, I track all of my food. It's not logged. Like, I didn't eat it. Like, (laughs) plus, like I said, I was working most of the day yesterday. So it's not even like I could have been home to just like reach in and grab them. Because after I went grocery shopping in the morning, we had this maintenance guy here. So I just like put everything away 
And then after that, I kind of just like did a couple other tasks before eating lunch, packing and going to work. So I, I didn't eat them. And I was like, you must have sleepwalked. And he was like, no, which also like he doesn't sleepwalk, but I don't know. I was like, what could the like only other option be? Like, I don't know. But then I started to get kind of freaked out because I was like, wait a minute, like someone took these and it wasn't either of us. And like our apartment door is always locked and the balcony was like locked yesterday too. I normally like we never locked it until yesterday. I just decided to lock it. So like, I don't know. Every door was locked, you know, period. Like how else could anyone get in? And the only other person that was in our oh no okay wait okay so basically i was going to say the only other person that was in our apartment yesterday was the maintenance guy and when i came home he was already there at the apartment so at first i just realized this now oh my god earlier today i told myself like okay he must have eaten them like i don't really believe that at all to be honest like at all i do not believe that but like if it gives me peace of mind, whatever, he was the only person here, he ate them. No, I just realized because I bought them when I was at the grocery store yesterday and I came back from the grocery store when he was there. So unless he ate them in front of my face, like he didn't eat them. Wait, that is so weird. You guys, I like this morning, I was so paranoid. I was so spooked. I was like opening every door, checking under like all the beds and everything. Like I was so scared because, like, I'm in a new city. I'm in a new apartment. I'm by myself. Like, my boyfriend's at work. Oh, my God. It, now I'm, like, freaking myself out again. <laughs> no, it's definitely weird. I think my boyfriend 100% ate them. I'm convinced because, I don't know, that's just something he would do. But I actually set up a camera in my living room and kitchen today. It's one of those, like, blink mini cameras. Um, I've had it for a while. My dad gave it to me, and I just, like never set it up for some reason and i meant to yesterday and i was like fuck like i wish i set it up yesterday so i could have caught like whoever it was but i set it up today so now i feel a lot better because it gives me like notifications when there's motion and stuff and now also like i think it'll be so funny like if i do something like stupid or my boyfriend does something stupid we can like get it on camera i don't know it's like it's like a ring doorbell you know it's like people do stuff like funny things with the ring doorbell anyway yeah, so I set that up. Um, I've been like itching all day to set up the couch and the TV stand because they're still in boxes, but I'm waiting. I also got like fucking five packages today and I'm not exaggerating. No, like technically I got six because one got delivered to my address back up home in Connecticut. But um, no, I got three Amazon packages, one from Walmart and then one that was like a brand thing that I'm doing. Oh, and then we also got two more with furniture there was a lot of packages today anyway i feel like i could literally just keep talking about austin and my move and my week forever but i'm gonna shut the fuck up and speaking of change let's get into the episode so jumping right into it let's talk about what is change so i have google pulled up here and i looked up the definition so change is make someone or something different alter or modify or you know that's as a verb then as a noun it's the act or instance of making or becoming different you know and then also coins change (laughs) or change could also be replacing something with something else especially something of the same kind that is newer or better 
or substitute one thing for another. All right, so that is the definition of change. So let's talk about some examples, right? So an obvious example for me right now is moving out, you know, moving across country, moving into a new apartment, living with new people, leaving my family. Those are new things, you know, not living by the beach anymore. Now I am living by the lake. All new things, going from a town to a city. Also other examples, you know, going to college, leaving college, going to high school, leaving high school, losing a grandparent, making a new friend. There, There's change that happens every single day in our lives, no matter how big or small it is, okay? Change could be getting a new nail color, you know what I mean? Like anything, right? And with change, as humans, we naturally like routine. We like to stick to what is known because we fear the unknown. That's why, you know, we love to do research, okay? We want to see what's at the bottom of the ocean. How far can we get through space? What does the moon have? Um, Why are we here? We like to find answers to the unknown. And when there's change, that usually means we're being put into a different situation that we might not feel comfortable with. So let's touch on how to cope with change, okay? The whole episode. So first, let's talk about, yeah, coping methods, right? So number one, you want to find little objects or places or routines that are familiar to you and that will feel comforting to you, okay? So for example, an object. Maybe an object that is familiar and comforting to you is a stuffed animal. I know personally for me, I have my little sock monkey that I keep on my bed that I sleep with every night. Um, What do they say? Hot girls sleep with stuffed animals. Like, I'm not ashamed. I know people have a blanket that they really love or a pillow. Maybe it's a little like talisman. Is that the right word? Like a little knickknack talisman. Maybe it's a ring that was from your grandparents, you know, just a little object that is familiar to you. It makes you feel good. You can look at it and smile or feel warm and comforted, right? So I know for me, like I mentioned, I'll just use the example of my sock monkey. That's been a staple in my life. You know, that has been the standard that has not changed. I got him on my first birthday and that's that it's been the same ever since, right? So that's something that feels familiar with me. So something that helps is, if I'm upset or worked up or overwhelmed, you know, just giving it a hug. Give my, my stuffed animal a little hug, a little cuddle, you know, like it feels better. It's familiar to you. You know, a lot of people call these grounding techniques. If you are someone who you suffer from panic or anxiety attacks or maybe um other ailments as well, but grounding techniques are super important. You know, finding a little object that brings you comfort Maybe it's like a little fidget toy, right? Like people that always need to be doing something with their hands. They might have like a Rubik's cube that they take everywhere. And, you know, when they feel like they're getting worked up or overstimulated, they can just focus on solving the pattern. And, you know, that brings their minds down, things like that. There's also places that can feel comforting, right? So maybe you have a favorite coffee place and that could be something as simple as you love Starbucks. I get Starbucks every day. I love Starbucks. Okay, well, the good thing about Starbucks is it's a nationwide chain. So no matter where you are, you can typically find a Starbucks coffee in America around you. So let's say like me, you did a big move and you're feeling a little bit emotional. You're away from everything you know. You're in a new area. Okay, go to Starbucks. You're going to get your favorite drink. It's always going to be made the same. You can sit down in the cafe, you know, use their Wi-Fi. And you say, okay, you know what? This is familiar to me. I like this. I feel better. 
that's finding these little familiarities are very important when there's a lot of change around you because as i said as humans we are creatures of habit okay and we like habit we like routine so when there's a lot of unnatural or different or new things going on around us we need to find that one little object place or routine that feels comfortable so let's let's give some more examples okay so for routines let's think maybe you have a bedtime routine okay well the good thing about bedtime routines is depending on what you do they can be performed almost any time before you go to bed for example for me my bedtime routine, I like to throw on a podcast, I take my makeup off, I do my skincare, I'll brush my hair, you know, I'll floss, and then I'll have like a snack in bed, and I'll watch whatever TV show I'm watching at the moment before I go to bed. Generally, wherever I am, I can accomplish that. I can wash my face, I can comb my hair, I can listen to a podcast, throw a movie on, and fall asleep. Get a little snack too, you know. So that's something where, okay, Although I moved halfway across the country, I'm in a new city, I'm in a new apartment, I'm living with a new, like someone who, obviously me and my boyfriend didn't live with each other previously, we lived with our families. Okay, look. Sorry, I just like, I think the AC just turned off and it scared me because like the door made a noise. Anyway, now I'm like, <laughs> I'm like so paranoid. Oh my God. Just because of that stupid fucking sausage thing. Anyway, what was I saying? That was so dramatic of me oh uh routines (laughs) so even though i'm in such a new place every single night i still get to do my same routine that i always do now as for more places maybe it's not like a tangible specific place like a starbucks coffee house maybe you just like being in nature maybe you're someone where just grass just laying in the grass makes you feel better because it brings you back to your childhood when you would visit your aunt's house and they had a big yard and you guys would look up at the stars and lay on the grass like you know something as simple as just being in nature maybe you have a favorite hiking spot maybe you have a specific food that you really love that reminds you of home for example let's say that you are i don't know you're let's say that you're from asian descent okay and you move to america okay well maybe you're able to find let's just say you're from japan for the sake of an example maybe you're able to find like a really really good ramen bar in your city and whenever you're missing home you know you can go to that ramen bar and enjoy a nice hot you know a hot little bowl of ramen and noodles and all your good mix-ins maybe there's some tofu an egg whatever it is and you say like oh my god this food is so comforting you know like i feel a little bit better now right so finding objects places or routines that feel familiar to you and that will comfort you that is a great strategy to cope next one is talk to people that you're close to or that you trust and not just talk to them but talk to them often okay So by this, I mean you can, it could be something as small as saying a text of, hey, I'm thinking of you, or, you know, it can be like a two hour long FaceTime call. It's whatever you need in the moment, right? So you can call home, you can chat with friends. Again, going back to human nature, we are very social beings by nature. So just talking to someone is going to help ease any uncertainties, okay? Has it ever happened to you when you feel super stuck on a problem and you have no idea what to do and you're so overwhelmed and everything feels like it's collapsing around you? 
And then you take a step back, you call someone, maybe it's your mom, and you just start ranting. Oh my God, I've been trying to put this piece of furniture together for five hours. Nothing's working. I've been on hold. I'm so frustrated right now. And then she goes, oh my God, like, that that must be so hard. Tell me about it. And you're like, yeah, well, you know, the screw wouldn't go in and then I couldn't find this piece. And then, you know, after more and more that you talk about it and you kind of start to calm down and you talk through it and then you say, oh, you know what? It wasn't because I needed that screw. Oh, it was the other screw. Or or maybe your mom gives you some some insight on it or advice. Or maybe you just get lost in conversation and you're able to take your mind off it for 10 or 20 minutes and you just chat about the, the rest of your day, right? I know for me, if I, let's say I just got out of work and I'm feeling exhausted, low energy, not in the best mood for some reason, and like I had a hard day. If I talk to my boyfriend and I just chat about it, I already start to feel better just because, you know, as I said, we're social. It feels good to be around people and talk to people and and share feelings and feel empathy towards you when you had a bad day, right? And just by talking to him and getting my mind off it, it, it really helps me feel better. So if, again, you're in an unfamiliar area or something big, a big change happened in your life or you're just overwhelmed, talking to people that you're close to and that you really trust is invaluable i know for example me and my sister we are never we were never the type to like text or call each other like i don't know that wasn't really just like that just wasn't really our relationship also like when we're at home we don't really need to text or call because we are living together (laughs) obviously but now that i'm in austin even though it's only been nine days i have noticed that we've been texting a bit more and we've been talking on the phone, you know? So like we're still maintaining that connection just in a new way. And then, you know, same with that's how my dad works. Like every, every, a couple times a week, he'll text us something random or he'll just be like, Hey, is everything good? You know, just like, just checking in, wanted to see how you're doing. Like just little things and something as simple as a little text saying, Hey, how is everything? Or Hey, you good? Like that really makes a difference, you know? The worst thing you can do when you're feeling a lot of uncertainty and change and just new things around you is isolate yourself because that's going to make you that much more alone. You're going to be that much more nervous or frustrated or worried or scared or anxious. You know, having people that you trust and that you're close to and that you feel comfortable with that are maybe they're not there with you along the way, but you have that connection with them along the way like I said before, is invaluable. We're social. We like being around people. There's a reason why we like dating and we like having friends and we like going out and doing group events and parties. Like, And even if you're not the biggest extrovert in the world, I'm sure you're still someone that enjoys the company of other people, right? I, I really don't believe that they're... I don't know. I couldn't imagine anyone that's like, no, I'd rather live my entire life alone. Like, I... I can't picture that being true. It's definitely not healthy, but I don't think there are many people at all that would ever make that claim of, I would rather live my life in complete solitude. I think that's quite maddening, to be honest. (laughs) So yeah, when you feel like you're coping with change, definitely reach out to people that you trust. Next is embrace the change embrace the unknown embrace the novel experiences okay use this as a way to go through new experiences right so hey 
I'm in a new city. Great, now I can go to an art museum that I've never been to before. I'm in a new city. Great, I can try a new cuisine I've never ate. I can just walk out my front door and just start walking around and see what I run into, right? Use this change as like twist twist your mindset, right? Shift it from a negative to a positive, okay? For example, with let's say with COVID, plenty of negatives and plenty of reasons why it should be a negative, right? Well, so many people found a way to spin it into, hey, I'm going to go through a new experience and I'm, this is going to be positive for me. For example, a lot of people said, hey, okay, I don't have a job right now. All I'm doing is sitting at home. Maybe I'm going to dust off the old gym equipment I have in my basement. I'm going to get in shape. Or some people said, oh, you know what? Family member, A lot of people are losing family members. I'm going to create this online service that has flowers delivered to your house, right? Something like that. Or look, now I'm going to make working from home easier. And now that's a new opportunity, right? So even if the change seems negative, I feel like there's always a way to get a positive out of that, right? And don't take that advice from me. Take that advice from people who have faced hugely, at first, they seem negative challenges on their own, right? People that become paralyzed, people that are diagnosed with a... um and chronic disease, you know, people that face adversity just like in their day-to-day life just for the color of their skin or just because of their sexuality, you know? There are some people that, although it seems like the whole world is against them, they are able to use that as their advantage and really flourish, right? That's like a ton of motivational speakers, you know, may, like their their job is to travel around, meet new people, and motivate them and inspire them, you know, right? And that's a very rewarding job and that's really cool you get to travel a lot you get to meet so many kinds of new people you get to impact people's lives firsthand maybe they wouldn't have been able to get a job that they truly enjoy like that if they didn't face the adversity before right if they didn't have that one second that changed changed their life they wouldn't have been the person they are today and that's how you really have to look at change a lot of the time is instead of saying oh my god like I just lost both my grandparents. Why is this happening to me? Why, 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 why me? Why my family? Why them? You could say, okay, you know what? Like my my grandparents were killed by a drunk driver. Okay, what can I do now? Maybe I can invent this new tech where it, it, it makes you blow into a breathalyzer before you drive, right? Which I know that's not new. I'm just giving examples. Or maybe, um, oh, I have a connection to a car manufacturer, engineer, I don't know who makes cars, guys. <laughs> but just for the sake of the example, like I'm going to try to work one-on-one with them to see if we could do this for the car to make it safer or do that next time. You can you can always change a, I don't want to say always because I know there's never 100%. You can almost always flip a negative situation and really create something positive from it. So Again, the original point, embrace the unknown, embrace these novel experiences. I know I went on a bit of a tangent with that one, but it's all about just accepting the change, right? Like, for example, I'm in a new city. I could sit in my apartment all day and say that, oh my God, I'm scared. I don't know where where to go. I don't know what to do. How do I meet people? How do I find places? Or you could say, hey, I'm in a new city. I'm going to park in a parking garage downtown and I'm going to walk around and I'm going to figure out where things are. I'm going to say hi to people. I'm going to grab some new food that I've never tried before. I am going to use this 
as an experience, right? I'm going to live through this new experience and I'm going to learn something or something about myself from it, okay? Next one, again, this is very, very similar. So I'm gonna, you know, be kind of quick on it. But again, just reiterating, shift your mindset. You have so many new, fresh opportunities in front of you. You can join a sports league, make new friends. There are there's infinite options, right? And I know that I'm using my example of living in a new area often for, you know, my, it's kind of my ways to cope with change are kind of tailored to me being a new area, but obviously it's because that's my life I'm living right now. But there's so many other kinds of change, okay? Change doesn't have to be this huge event. Change can be smaller, And when I say smaller, I'm not saying that it's small. It's just not as big as other ones, right? So for example, you know, changing your nail color is different than losing a parent, okay? Those are two very different kinds of change. But smaller kinds of change are like getting an addition to your house, losing your childhood bedroom, going from middle school to high school, joining a gym, maybe just switching gyms, uh, joining a new friend group, uh deciding not to go out on the weekends anymore or going to a new place on the weekends finding a new favorite coffee shop let's see what else like starting to get massages all right that was so strange for some reason garage bands just like stopped recording it gave me like some error message that i'd never seen before um that had never happened before which is very odd but um anyway thankfully i noticed that it stopped recording like right when it did so that would have been terrible i like panicked so hard i was like was i just like ranting for 20 minutes and no one heard me anyway as i said those are just all examples of change you know it's something that you used to not do that you're doing now or used to do that you don't do anymore or someone used to have in your life that's gone something that you had in your life isn't there anymore or vice versa there i i could go on and on about the million different kinds of change there are right but At the end of the day, we need to remember that changes in our life brought us to where we are today. And it's all part of the journey. There's always a plan for everyone. You know, personally, I'm not someone who's religious, but I do think that things happen for a reason. And I do think that if you want them to, things will work out. And sometimes you have to put work in and sometimes you have to go through hard changes. You know, life isn't supposed to be easy. There's going to be challenges thrown at you. There's going to be huge changes there's going to be upsetting changes happy changes like all all these different kinds of things going on and at the end of the day you could either sit back and let yourself be miserable from it and unhappy and say why is this happening to me and self-pity or you can turn it around and use it as an opportunity and twist it in a positive light okay so i know that might be a little bit of tough love but i genuinely think that we go through things for a reason and everything molds us to be the person that we are So on that note, I am going to end off that episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys got a little something from it. And yeah, if you want to see more of this podcast, you can check it out at interactive.podcast on Instagram. You can also find me on Instagram at AngelaR.fit. If you're listening to this on Spotify, you can give me a little five-star rating. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can also give me five stars and leave a little written review if you'd like. I also never plug my TikTok, but I do have a TikTok. It is Angela.Racine. And then as y'all know, I always have my link tree in the show notes, all my good links, my 
OnlyFans, my Amazon storefront, all my good discounts for you guys, all that good stuff. And you know what? I'm going to leave you all right there and I will see you guys next Friday. Bye guys.